0: Flying Casuals brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Kelly Breckner, Jory Webb, Wes Anderson, David Bush, and Nate Edison. May the force be with you.
1: You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast.
2: Here's your host, Michael Canterbury
0: flying casual fam welcome back to our third installment of casual council um it's looking a little crowded in here today holly and i love it
1: it's like the brady bunch up in here
0: our entire council is finally home um we are missing um, a couple of folks but mostly everyone is here tonight um and and the storms are a brewing if this you know if, if we just stop recording at any point um, likely our home was struck by lightning. Um, and the podcast has ended, and this is the last you'll ever see of it.
1: So wish us well. So
0: wish us well. I did plug everything into a surge protector tonight, Holly, so I hope, you know, the show goes on.
1: You know, and you yeah. did remember to put the SD card in the computer. We are
0: recording, So and the roadcaster recording yes, on Skype. Um, there
1: will be record. Absolutely. For whenever somebody finds the remains.
0: Absolutely. There are a, f- a few familiar faces with us tonight, Holly. Uh, we, of course, the, uh, uh, you know, a handsome uh, Mr. Seth Avid, I'm sorry, Luke Elder, um, hey, there yeah. rocking a solid X Wing shirt. That was an Avid Brothers reference for anyone that doesn't know who Seth Avid is.
2: Um, I spent uh, a portion of my day watching concert videos on uh, YouTube and. Got some Aviton today.
0: It felt like you were, you know, being a little nostalgic tonight, and I loved it. So um, it's happening to I'll, all of us right now.
2: I'll take, I'll take a reference as the drummer of Kings of Leon as well. <laughs> I was watching some of that. Oh,
0: too. that's a band I haven't heard about in a long, long time. Are they relevant anymore? Yes. I, they still are. Sure. Okay, cool. Now I'm learning new things every day. I didn't think they've been relevant since 2006, but that's just me. Um, also, another familiar face, Jory. How's it going tonight?
3: Doing good, bud. Doing real good. Got, got the drinking hand kids in bed. All good to go. Checklist is done.
0: I'll forgive the fact that he's having Jack with Pepsi, Holly.
1: But it sounds like everything's where it should be.
0: Freezing? Um, I, yeah, we need to get you on the Coke train, um, you know, but I'll accept maybe that's a Michigan thing. I don't know Pepsi and She's Jack. Like, I, I, well. <laughs> well. Um, and Nettie. Nettie's also with us tonight. Nettie, how's it going, buddy? can't complain ready to talk some Star Wars let's go I am as well and, and two faces you probably haven't seen yet on the casual council here but we are I, the last time I we, we talked about these guys they were out saving the Republic or burning it down Holly I don't know if we ever got clarification on what exactly yeah, they were doing
1: I think that we just heard that it was a diplomatic mission a
0: diplomatic mission could be putting down a rebellion right
1: can we get more details
0: uh, yeah, I uh, Brent. I gotta know, man. I, I mean, were you, uh, well, no, actually, David told us he was putting down an insurrection, but uh, Brent was stuffing in traffic. But Brent, it's it's awesome to have you on tonight, buddy. How's it going?
4: Uh, everything's doing really good. And I appreciate uh, being here, and uh, it's uh, quite an honor.
0: Oh my gosh, Brent Britt has been. If, you, if you're not in the Facebook group right now, guys listening, go to the Facebook group. He's killing it, Holly, right now in the Facebook group. 100%. The best polls, though, Brent, I'm still waiting for the poll about uh, how bad is Jory going to wipe, um, you know, w- wait, wait. who did we set up? Brent and Jory for, for, for trials?
1: Michael doesn't even know. I don't even
0: remember who we scheduled.
1: Are you even scheduling this? wait no Uh,
0: it was it was brent and jory and i think it was jory and i yeah brent was going to create a poll that said how badly am i going to wipe jory with the floor and trials
1: or is it wipe the floor with jory
0: well probably uh we're going to get you those details soon brent but it's probably going to be a rogue one trivia trials special um so start watching now um if you haven't seen it already i'm assuming you have and watched it a few times but i'll send you guys the details soon but i am looking forward to that Britt has been killing it in the group he's been a huge part of this podcast for a long time and i am so glad we finally got him here it's daylight there in california i love it it's throwing me all off we got thunderstorms and darkness here so i love it that you're enjoying that sunshine my friend um we also have with us david for the first time david my friend how's it going it's
5: going good good glad it Got talked into it.
0: Yes, my I was I was a little bummed. I didn't wanna I didn't want to come off as being too bummed, but I'm so glad you made the time and I know you've been busy and it's good that you're busy because uh, work's hard to find right now. So I'm glad you're staying busy. Um, and I'm glad you're taking a little bit of time to hang out with us on a on a Saturday night. I know everyone probably has much cooler things to do right now than to hang out with us nerds, but we totally appreciate it and, and we're just we're just gonna get into it. Is that is that cool?
1: I think that yeah. um I think there's some Stuff we need to know about Brent and David. We do, we do. I feel like we've gotten everybody's Star Wars stories. Absolutely. From the casual council. Absolutely. Except for these two.
0: Yeah. Brent, I want to start with you, man. Your knowledge is deep in Star Wars, and I got to know where that started.
4: (laughs) I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with uh, drive-in movies, but I was four years old. My parents took me to see my first movie on the big screen, and uh, this was back in 1980. Uh, back then, TVs were much smaller than they are now, so oh. going to see something out there on the big screen itself was uh, quite an experience. Awesome. Um, except for, you know, it also comes with the caveat of you're listening to it on the, the McDonald's uh, drive through speaker. <laughs> uh, but that first movie I went to go see was uh, Star Wars A New Hope. Yeah. Uh, oh. And this was in 1980, so it was right before they had uh, released uh, The Empire Strikes Back, which my father then took me to go see the following week in the theater um, with proper sound. And you know, at four years old, that does do experiences just blew my mind, and I've been kind of stuck there ever since. Oh, that's... And then... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, and then, uh, you know, continuing growing up, and then, you know, just happened to be randomly at a bookstore. One day, my dad's picking up the newest Clancy book, and there was the brand... It's a novel, you know, *Heir to the Empire* um, wow. by uh, Timothy Zahn, and, and you know, started my love in the expanded universe to hold me over until we wound up getting the prequels trilogy, and then you know, continued on with that, and now we got these uh, new ones here and everything at Disney's doing. So, you know, can't complain too much.
0: So, the so after seeing the Star Wars for the first time, you reading the books. Did you ever expect that they were going to come and start making more movies? Was that did that ever cross your mind as a kid?
4: I always hoped it would. I mean there was the Ewok adventures, you know, catching those on T V. Yeah. So, you know, burning out the old VHS tape that we'd bootlegged off the T V <laughs> back in the day and you know, so <laughs> yeah. You know. It's, it's kind of the similar story to everyone else here. You know, you fall in love with it and, you know, just luckily I've been able to keep it around with me as I continue to grow old and be able to pass it on to my kids. So
0: what, so what is it though? That's, is it, is it that you wanted to pass that on? Do you think if you didn't have kids, you'd still be loving it? Or is it, is it sharing that experience with your kids? That's really, is really hold it, It's, it's, you're holding on to star Wars um, cause you'd love to share that with your kids.
4: Uh, I just hold on to it anyway. I just always love the story, just love the idea of it, you know, the, just the entire concept of The Force and just everything that George Lucas did back then. You know, I you know I can complain about things here and there, but it's it's the story we get, and it's the story that, you know, it's the story I love, so that's, that's right. how it is.
0: That's, I, I don't think it could be any any better put. Um, that is fantastic, man, And I and you had an experience, I think, I don't know if anyone, you know, of, of, of the younger generation will ever get a drive-in movie theater. I mean, are there any around anymore? I, I think they're all gone at this point.
4: I know of one. I, if there's any open, they should be making the killing rap. <laughs> I right. know. It's the only way
0: you can go see a movie. Right? That's actually, yeah, pandemic proof. I mean, that's actually not a bad idea. Jory, are you making your way to the drive-in anytime soon?
3: Yeah, I actually have a drive-in, like, less than, like, eight miles away from me. So... And crazy enough, my wife won't listen to this, but she is still on my case because we've been together for eight years and we have not went to the drive-in yet. So you better get uh, on that. Terrible, yeah.
0: that needs to happen. Maybe you know this weekend. Stat. take her to a flick. You know, get the you know, throw the kids in the car too. Um, I actually can't imagine taking children to a theater, um, let alone just sitting in the car watching a two-hour film. So I, I don't know. Maybe that's not a good idea. Um, Damn. I haven't been around children much, so I don't know how that would go. Um, it, it, Brent, if you don't mind, how old are your children? Are they, are they into Star Wars? Do they, is, or if they're not,
4: is that, is that, <laughs> is that really sad for you? No, I see. Uh, my daughter's 10 years old. Uh, she's gone to see every new movie that's come out since Disney's acquired the production and theaters with us. Um, so, it would have been about five when Force Awakens come out, so you know we've been treating her right and trying to <coughs> set up the good. Rules. Um, she, uh, her probably favorite character is either Jen, Ray, or Sabine. Nice. She probably Sabine because she likes to dye her hair and just a little bit of. Her. And then uh, my son is two years old, and he was born right after the Last Jedi, and he's still named Luke. So, that <laughs> tells you how I feel. That's awesome.
0: That is awesome. Oh goodness, that is a great story, and I, there's a lot of. There's a lot of families in the casual fam, um, and everyone is passing it on to their children. And I freaking love it. Makes me want to have kids, Holly. Yeah. Spoiler alert: You're learning that live. You're learning that (laughs) (laughs) dangerous talk. (laughs) We are in a quarantine. Things can happen. Um, David, I want to come to you now, my friend. You also have been. You, I mean, you've been around in this group for a long time um and and we're now just kind of getting you getting you a little more involved where did that star wars love start um were you another you know vhs kid who was just burning through that thing all the time or a laser disc or something or, or are, you, are you a later bloomer like myself
5: oh no uh you know i was I'm probably a little older than most of you so i grew up uh my cousin there were He was a couple years older than me, so I would go to his house. They had Star Wars on VHS, so uh, we would watch that. Sometimes I'd go over and be in the middle of the movie, and I would just sit down. It didn't matter what else was going on. It was always the coolest place to go because he had Star Wars. So, uh, you know, it started there, and the first movie I remember seeing in the theater is Return of the Jedi. That's awesome. and so I had all the action figures. I used to throw them off the roof with parachutes. You know, too bad I didn't. Too bad I didn't save them. I would probably, you know, be worth something now. But you know, it's uh, been lifelong since then. It's uh, to me, it's the only thing I really nerd out about. Yeah, if I call it that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you're not alone. We know quite a few people that are have insane regrets that they didn't hold on to their Star Wars memorabilia. Uh, Luke and I have a buddy Kelly at work, and uh, he let his uh, his his son when he was born play with his collectibles, and and that just you know it, they didn't last. Um, so we sent well, him yeah. you know funny little hey that that uh, you know that whatever you had that starship would have been worth you know five hundred dollars nowadays. That could have helped paid off his
1: education. Just don't look it up on eBay. Just well, I don't just... look it up.
5: I just gave the, the Ewok village, the big Ewok village to my nephew. He's like four now because it's been ruined so many, many times <laughs> over the years. It was like, here, you know, you can play with it yeah. now. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I've, I'll i tell you, I, I started, uh, I started getting my nephew introduced to Star Wars and we've got him little action figures and stuff and I, I'll you know, give it Luke and have his green laser sword and he'll be like, no, nah, I'll give him the red one. I'm like, nah, that's not how it goes. Like he just wants to, <laughs> you see know how kids are. Right. It, it's like with Legos, they just kind of smash them together. And I'm, I'm just kind of perfectionist. No, he needs to have his green sword. He just doesn't understand it yet. Um, or he
1: gravitates naturally oh. to the so dark, the dark side.
0: side. I mean, the you know, it, we're known to have it in our blood. Um, I think we all are at times. Um, but um, you actually—it looks like you have a pretty sick collection there, David. Um, I know it's blurred out right now, probably because you don't want us to know what you got back there. Um, but it's—it's it's it a little of this
5: and that, you know, things I picked up over the years, but nothing special, really.
0: Um, Holly, take. I do have
5: it. my old, my old uh, Empire Strikes Back lunchbox, the metal one. I do That's have that what there. What
0: I'm talking about?
1: I was gonna ask what your favorite artifact is.
5: Yeah. That, 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 probably that might that. Be it. uh, it's the it's the lunchbox that's what i'm talking about it's the lunchbox well i've got
0: to work on myself so. holly take note of that background because mm-hmm. we we've got a the studio needs to yeah needs that, we need you know, that touch
1: the built-ins really just oh,
0: i don't think to that we're gonna go in that deep but freezing. we can buy some freezing we can buy some cabinets holly we're already doing enough around this house but um uh, Brent, i gotta ask you well, so you grew up with star Wars. You were, you were there for the original trilogy. Is it the original trilogy that, that, you know, is it what have? You, have you accepted the newer star Wars? I guess I should say, I think in the Facebook group, you've been, you've done a great job of saying, you know what, there's value in all of it. Um, But is the original truly really what sticks with you? And if so, like what's your favorite movie?
4: Oh, well, I mean, Yeah, I mean, the original trilogy definitely, you know, it has the special place in my heart. It's, you know, it's what I, you know, binged as a child. I've, you know, watched Empire Strikes Back thousands of times. So I used to have it memorized by heart, and, you know, I could recite everything. Um, so, I mean, the original trilogy is definitely there, but, you know, there's the entire prequel trilogy has all of its great moments. You know, it's not typically well-received. Yeah. You know, if you take, take take a step back and, you know, absorb it all and just think of the story, tells all the darth vader and you know everything that goes on in there and sure everything could have been done a little bit better in hindsight but yeah you know that's what you know it does the job you know and you have all those great scenes all the great music and then you get into the new trilogy with you know everything that jj did and you know everything you know that ray represents and you know it's maybe not the way that everyone had envisioned luke going but you know at the same time it's completely understandable and it almost makes sense because you know both it's his masters went into seclusion so at some point he was destined to do that yeah um you know the it almost means you know the, the expanded universe was great but at the same time luke was not a big part of most of the books because you can't have a jedi master that's you know all power for old because he just walks in and the book's over and so you know you always have there out not <laughs> doing something completely mundane until the very end of the book yeah um so you know they're they're all great they all offer different parts of the story for that that's what's Going. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're, doing, you know, loving the Mandalorian, love you know Rebels and everything they're doing. Looking forward to Obi Wan. What else they got down in the pipeline?
0: Absolutely. He's such a level-headed guy. That's that's one thing I noticed. It comes through in the group. It comes through when you're talking. You're a level-headed guy, and you're so well-spoken, and you're doing such awesome things in the group, and I personally can't thank you enough for that, man. The polls, the conversation has just been fantastic. I love what you're doing now, and you're going movie by movie and saying, hey, guys, like, what, what what do you find valuable in this movie? We all find value in it, but some people pick up on you know. Uh, episode two has uh, you know there's moments in it that are a little more memorable than than you know some maybe that I you know didn't pick up I on. I knew as much, Michael but. was
1: going to bring up episode two.
0: Oh, there's no episode two hate here. No matter what the reviews say, let's let's get that out. There's no episode two hate here, but I I just needed to tell you that man because you've been killing it in that group and I know I appreciate that you're in there you know just weekly just starting conversation and people feed off of it so thank you for that man you've been doing an
4: awesome job Fun. thank you i appreciate it Yeah, just uh it's nice to have people to talk to stars about
0: It it right it's a it's a safe place i feel like i can't let this flag fly really at work Luke's the only person I can talk to in confidence about all of this uh, any of my other friends aren't really interested or care or know what I'm talking my family definitely doesn't um, <laughs> I don't even think Holly knows what I'm talking about half, half the, time. the time this kid doesn't know Star Wars um right.
2: but uh I don't, I don't know if you uh you don't let it fly. I mean, you've got a Star Wars shirt on in the office every other day. That's I mean. true.
0: That's true. And he
1: does have half of his collection true. in the office too. Well, yeah.
0: And yeah. I probably since we're working from home now, I probably need to, are we ever going back? I don't know. I probably should get that collection out of the office because I have a really sick Han Solo. Most Wanted poster, mm. um, and some other cool collectibles in there. I have three black Series figures in there. Why haven't I taken those Why home? haven't you? The building could burn down tomorrow, guys. You'd never get them back. I will be out all of that loot. Um, well, that is a great... I will go in on Monday and get all of that.
1: Travesty. There's a
0: travesty.
2: There's a really cool uh, point Brent made there that I hadn't really thought of for Last Jedi and Luke's seclusion that I want to yeah. maybe just take a minute on. Uh I haven't heard many people talk about the parallels to Obi-Wan and Yoda as far as, yeah, at some point in their life going into exile.
6: Yeah.
2: And that's, people talk a lot about uh, how George wanted, like, rhyming in the stories. And there's, um, that's a form of, like, storytelling poetry that some of the same beats get hit, you know, in different parts of the saga, uh, same themes and things like that so i think that's really cool connection that i hadn't really spent much time thinking about i mean people get so hung up on that's just not the luke they were looking for or hoping for Mm -hmm. uh without looking at some of the like i said sort of poetry of that that similarity between yoda and obi-wan following the footsteps of his masters i love the way that that he phrased that
0: well, and, and, I mean, that expanded universe that we all know and we love, but, like, we, we think of it as, like, yeah, that's Luke Skywalker post-Episode 6, but, like, I do not feel like that's the Luke Skywalker that, that George Lucas was going to give us. If anything, it felt like the Luke Skywalker we got in Episode 8 is very similar to what we were going to get from George Lucas. Uh, David, is that is that just my impression, or, or did you... Um is that what you kind of you, you kind of saw Luke as, as as being this this farm boy who who was a legend and, and then ended up learning failure and, and, and maybe wasn't as great as we all had thought that he was in the expanded universe
5: I'm I'm torn on all of it. So yeah. you know for me for me Luke, I wanted to see after episode six what luke the, the luke we wanted and okay we didn't get it but they just i don't know it's not it's not what i wanted to see And anyway, yeah. i get what brent is saying it does make sense that way yeah um and i can deal with it but i wanted to see you know luke with his green lightsaber yeah. kicking some ass yep. and you know i never got to see that so to me it it knocks them down almost to prequel status for yeah. me anyway, the The whole sequel trilogy.
0: Yeah. And I, I definitely get, get that. Bad. Yeah. Cause it's, we've only really gotten that. I mean, with that Epic moment with, with Kylo, but the comic books, I mean, that's the only time we've ever really seen him light up that green saber. And, and uh, um and the, the recent comics we're looking at now. So I, I totally get what you're saying. And it's, It'd be interesting. That's why I'd like to see some side stories, maybe some other stuff that he was doing, you know, post the, the temple burning. But what were you going to say?
5: But, you know, I will, to that point, I don't want to have to read a comic or a book to yeah. see that. I think, like, Luke is the greatest ca- hero in the history of anything to me. And Let's I don't want to have to take the time to read some book that I don't have the time for. I want to see it on the screen. And I think they, we kind of got gypped. Is is the way I feel. I
0: feel you, and I, I, there, I needed some more Luke Skywalker love in this group because I do not feel like there is enough of it. Sometimes people give me crap for it. Oh, okay. um, not Holly, of course, because she's like a big that. Luke Skywalker fan. But um, it's just—I don't know. It, it's just what he'd overcame. he overcame. He was the original hero in my eye. Um, I know he'll be one of his moments, but he was the original hero for me. Um, it, Netty would know I got to know what Nettie thinks about all all this 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 Luke Skywalker talk. Uh, I actually don't know if Nettie's a big Luke Skywalker fan. <laughs> I said
6: definitely not my favorite character, but I definitely like him and um, how did I know see, that? I, <laughs> I say I've talked before about how much I like the last Jedi and I think Luke's character arc in that movie is a big part of that. Um I will preface, too, that before I saw The Last Jedi, I don't think I'd read any of the EU that was after Episode Six, And since then, I think I've only read the original Thrawn trilogy with um, Luke in it. So, you know, I don't have that exposure to the EU Luke as much as some people might. So that might be influencing my opinion. But I just really like the idea that, you know, even though he took down the Emperor, like he was still being tempted by the dark side, That you know, Mm something with life, like, just because you beat a battle once doesn't mean that battle's not going to come back again. Say I suffer from depression and anxiety, and that's something that, mm-hmm. you know, I've had to learn multiple times, so maybe I kind of felt it was relatable in that sense. So I really liked that Oak, and then the, the whole theme of failure in that movie I really enjoyed. Yeah. So, like I've said before, I really like The Last Jedi and like Luke's Oak, but I completely understand if it's not what people wanted.
0: But very well put. I mean, yeah, the, the battle is... is... Yeah, there's a lot of people that, that battle with those things, and yeah, it's always a constant struggle, and, and we learn that he's he's still learning things, you know, and maybe he did go on those epic quests and do all those epic things, we just didn't really get to see it because it's almost like maybe Disney was like, you already know that story, we're going to show you a little different side of Luke, and, and maybe that battle, you know, coming back around, um, and then, you know, the, the Emperor coming back. It's all it's all kind of muddled for me now. Like, who knew what and why didn't they say something sooner? Um, I need to watch the, la- uh, the Rise of Skywalker a few more times, Holly, because I feel like it's not very clear to me. Um, who knew Palpatine was coming back? Leia huh. apparently did.
1: I felt like a slam on R2-D2.
0: Well, he should have told everyone a lot of stuff. I feel like everyone can agree. R2's been probably holding back. Um, maybe they just don't understand him. I don't know. Um, he's not a snitch. He's not a, not a snitch. Uh, he didn't tell anyone, you know, mm-hmm. Anakin was Darth Vader or anything. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I well,
2: wonder how much yeah. of the direction they went with Luke is of a result of the timing of when the movies were made. I think if it was the late 80s or early 90s when you made Episode Seven, yeah, and beyond, it might might have been a different Luke that we re, were presented with. Yeah. I think, I wonder if, you know, the Ryan Johnson or in producers, Kathleen Kennedy, everyone looked at the character and said, well, our performer is now what in his sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of, let's do a different thing with a, a person at that stage of their life. Yeah. Then what we would do with somebody who, um, gosh, Mark Hamill in the, early 90s would have been in his early 30s right so i wonder if that was just part of the reason that they went in the direction they did i mean obviously you can do different things in terms of the way that the character's outlook is They, they despite his age could have had him uh you know not shut off and not exiled uh and not in a pessimistic sort of depressed place yeah so you this doesn't really speak to that at all, but I wonder just in terms of like the wanting to see the more kind of, uh, action hero, Luke aspect of things was because of where the real person was at that point in their life.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, and thinking it like, what, what if Disney plus would have been around a little post episode six, we could have, you could have had Luke Skywalker out with his son, just kind of gallivanting, fighting monsters and, and saving the world being the uh, the leader of the of the jedi council like that would have been sick because it's something that we can now do with disney plus you can really take these characters and flesh them out probably like we're going to do with cassian probably like we're going to do with with obi-wan and that's what I'm, I'm interested to see will we see you know we, we got that kind of story with luke He kind of broken you know learning things at, at an older age will we see Obi Wan doing something similar, or will Obi Wan be out there riding blurgs and bringing out his laser sword and fighting monsters? Like what are we gonna
4: get? Anybody have an idea? Uh, uh, Luke made a great point about, you know, just the time you when the movies are actually made or whatever. Um, think about, you know, kind of what was going on socially at the time. Um yeah you know Bill Cosby being accused of all of his actual misdeviances and you know a lot of these big-time celebrities being accused of doing all these sorts of you know shady sorts of things and whatever so you kind of get that you know and it kind of translates to Luke you know you know like maybe you're, you know you look up to these heroes and they're maybe not quite all that they're cracked up to be and that kind of maybe portrayed or came through a little bit into the movie in the way that Luke's arc you know was ultimately kind of written you know he's like yeah he's the greatest of all time but you know maybe he's not always cracked up to be.
0: That's
3: true. You know, I hate
4: saying about Bird. he is great, but you know, it could be something that fed into it.
0: Definitely, definitely, uh, David. I want to ask you: What, what, what do you, is Obi Wan a character you're really interested in? Like, what do you want to see from from this Disney series that we're going to get?
5: I I would hope to see probably some Vader in it. Um, yeah. I think I would definitely like to see how he what the relationship is between him and Luke. I think it should focus on the whole Tatooine aspect to what was going on. I don't want to see him traveling around doing this adventure, that adventure. I want a continuation of the story of the end of Episode 3 leading into Episode 4, which, by the way, when I first started watching, it was just called Star Wars. (laughs) So we were watching Star Wars. It wasn't Episode 4. And so it took a long time for me to... Be able to switch my mind and call them episodes <laughs> because it it was Star Wars.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, I yeah, I, I agree. I, I want I want Obi Wan struggling with what he did, and that may be a little you know slower pace, but I, I think yeah, him on Tatooine writing this journal for Luke Skywalker, and that we learn in the comic books that he was doing like what what led him to write this journal did he not see himself being around much longer was did was he tempted to just go find love somewhere off world like what was going through his mind right now and i'm with you man i as much as i thought vader could take away from from the story i feel like you got to have vader I, I i don't know who else would live up to obi-wan kenobi uh, whether they you know battle I, I don't know but maybe there's some force connection there too i don't know that we could kind of we could kind of play with Uh, brent have you ever get have you given any thought to the kenobi series coming out
4: uh not really too much to the kenobi but i'm kind of on the opposite end of that where i really don't want to see vader in it because you know you get that part in episode four where you know the last time i sensed his presence you know was in the presence of my old master so to have them interact i mean i could see them maybe passing ways yeah, you know, but a direct interaction, I think, would really just kind of throw a lot of things into, I don't know, just some weirdness. That's true. That's
0: true.
1: Do we know when uh, this is
0: set? You have to talk into the microphone. I huh? do. Do we yeah. know
1: exactly when this is going to be set?
0: It's a few years before episode four, I think. Luke, correct me. Am I am I wrong?
1: Is that confirmed?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know that they've really nailed that down. So I, I don't know that we know how old. I'd love for anyone else who's got you know more of a source on that. It'd be really interesting to. You got to figure there's a young Luke that makes an appearance at some point in this show, and
0: yeah,
2: uh, yeah. I think it would be interesting, you know, since we just did Leia Princess of Alderaan in the book club. Uh, she was, I think, about sixteen mm-hmm. yeah. in that book, right? And then I think she's nineteen-ish, twenty by the time of A New Hope. So I think it'd be really cool for to see Luke at that same age that like um, really coming into a form of adulthood, you know, old enough to, to grapple with big things, you know, not too young to really um, be a serious, serious character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jory.
3: See, and I'm kind of on a different mindset and to where like, I think that it'd be really hard to find an actor that, would look like Luke. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, granted, you could, and who knows, you know, how they're going to do it, but um, but I, I'm on the same mindset of I think we need to see Luke at some point, um, but I'm thinking like six, seven years old, you know, where they're young enough to where you can't really, <clears throat> you know, tell the difference. Um, you see,
6: yeah.
3: you know, a young Luke, you know, playing with something or, or, or whatever it, it may be, um, or maybe just watching from afar, seeing him in the distance. Um, and, uh, you know, if we do get that time frame of, you know, he's older, then maybe we wouldn't see the face, you know, or, or just see him from afar. Um, I, but I'm in the same boat as everybody else. I have no clue. It's just all speculation at this point, but, um, I'm just really ready to see the series. I think it's going to be a really cool series for us.
0: Yeah. So we don't think that we're going to get like a deep fake of Mark Hamill, right? Like that's not going to be what we're going to see. I hope not. I, I think no. it,
1: it could be something like they did in The Rise of Skywalker, though. I mean, we got a flashback yeah. of Luke and Leia training, and... Yeah? I don't know. I th- a I think
0: de-aged Mark Hamill?
1: I think it's going to be really... A Benjamin Button? A Benjamin Button Hamill. I think <laughs> it's going to be really tricky to do that in the show and have people get on board with it, because everybody, like, you already know Luke at that time in his life.
0: Yeah, I, th- I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how if if you don't bring in Vader, you don't bring in Luke, I mean what what is Ben Kenobi up against? Like what is it just him battling with his inner demons? Is it him better understanding the force? Will we see him, you know, learning more about the force? Now I'd be I'd be down with that. I don't necessarily want him going on some trippy, you know, you know. Experience like like Yoda did in the Clone Wars series that last season before you know it came back. That was kind of strange. Um, I don't necessarily want anything like that, but I'd be down for him to to be learning from Yoda, maybe, or even even Qui Gon. That might be kind of cool. Yeah, Jory.
3: No, if they did the de aging, um, and I th- I mean it could work either way. Um, but I think why it works so well with Tarkin is because he was on a dark ship the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like it was. You didn't have to do a lot of reflections and things like that with the actual uh the the graphics and and Mm -hmm. things so um when you're on Tatooine though you have two suns it's always it's bright um so I think it would be kind of hard to do the de-aging yeah um I mean granted I'm I do not work in special (laughs) effects so I have no clue um but like I think why it works so well Tarkin is because you know they could de-age and obviously um the guy that played Tarkin was he passed away at the time but um you de-age and, uh, and uh, just kind of work with those visual effects a little bit easier because you can have so many different elements to work with.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Um, are any of you guys excited about the Cassian show coming out? I mean, for me, I Cassian wasn't a huge reason why I liked Rogue One, but the more I watch it, the more I really like his character. Uh, N- Nettie, are you excited for, for Cassian at all? Yeah. And- it's more Star Wars, so I'm definitely yeah. excited. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
6: <laughs> See, I'm i kind of in the same boat, say Rogue One's not my favorite you know, film, so like, you know, the characters aren't necessarily who I would pick you know, if we're going to get a series, but yeah, maybe the series will make it so that Rogue One is so much more of a gut punch, so I'm definitely down for it. Yeah,
0: definitely. David, how about you?
5: It wouldn't have been my first choice, but yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's more Star Wars, so of course I'm I'm ready for it when it comes out. I I hope they do something with Rebels before that happens though. So. Ah yeah.
1: If I I haven't finished Rebels yet, still I need to do that. But yeah. I would like more of that time and those yeah, characters. Yeah. No absolutely. I haven't finished it yet, maybe because I'm already sad about it ending.
0: Yeah, yeah, I probably should have just never told you that it was over um you've had a lot spoiled for you so sorry about that
1: that's okay um
0: but so david what is it about it's rebels still that, worth watching right absolutely it, it's the, one of the best you know television shows that's not even like animated like television shows i've ever seen but what is it about rebels man that you like so much
5: i mean the first season was pretty slow but as a just the progression and seeing the way kanan and Ezra, you know grew together and um uh, i hope this is still working everything changed on my oh, you're end you're good but, you're good uh okay uh you know and just the story itself in that time period in general it it's you know it's right there butting up to what i enjoy about star wars and the you know, the original trilogy is is where it's at yeah. and so uh you know i i went over and over see the uh, when they did the special editions, I mean, all everything leading up to that and everything directly after that's what I want to see. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Rebels is so special. They, they found a way to tie it in with that original trilogy. It just, it felt right. Even though it was animated, even though it was kid friendly, it felt, it felt like it just blended in so well. Um, and it was great storytelling. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. taking a few characters and focusing on them. It's just, that's what star Wars is. Um, and they did they did such a great job with it.
5: And and the surprises when they would bring in Maul or they brought yeah. in Ahsoka out yeah. of nowhere and just how that all came together. It just and I was not a big fan of Ahsoka. The Clone Wars are just kind of OK to me. But
2: yeah. Yeah. The, the, it it totally changed my perspective on that character and what they did with her in this. And David, are you talking about wanting to see kind of a crossover with the Cassian series and with Rebels? Seeing some of those rebels characters uh, yeah, kind of appear look, into the Cassian.
5: That's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking is I think there has to be someone that can cross over, even yeah. uh, you know Sabine or something, just yeah. to kind of uh, keep it tied together. I mean, we could even have some Han Solo in there. I wouldn't mind.
3: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That
5: goes even with even with the the Obi Wan series. Uh, you know. He, he almost seems Obi Wan. Almost seems like he knows Chewie when they're in the cantina. He introduces him to Luke like, yeah. "I already know this guy. This is Chewbacca. He's the first yeah. mate on, you know, yeah. or whatever." And so, you know, that all could tie together, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, that would be great. That would be amazing. That actually be great.
2: <laughs> Brent, There's have, a balance oh, between like new characters, getting to know some new characters, and then bringing back the old ones you love and tying them together more. So like, yeah, I think we spent some time on it maybe a month or so ago talking about this, how we, I would love to see tons of crossover characters come through, like have a Hera in there, have a Kanan, have Ezra, you know, bring the whole gang. You know, I think some people would roll their eyes at certain ones and like, do we need the same people over and over again? But to me, like that connective tissue, that's, that's the fun part. And that sort of rewards the fans who are most devoted to these various aspects of, Everything, Star Wars movies, TV shows, comics, books—you know—to have that connection.
0: And and that seems like that's what they're doing with the Mandalorian, right? And and the Mandalorian isn't really a character that we should care about. We don't know a lot about him. We know he's a Mandalorian, cool. But having those those connections elevate that character. I mean, we're talking about—I mean—we get the dark saber introduced and stuff, obviously. But we're talking about bringing Ahsoka into the Mandalorian that, that, that is, you know, a, a, a supposed leak right now. And that's just, it's going to elevate that character and make them matter even more. Um, so I, I got to ask Brent too. Brent, did you, are, are you into the rebels? Is, is that, did it hit home for you?
4: Oh, the Rebels show. That was just great. I'm, I have absolutely no complaints with that. Um, everything I do with that, bringing Ahsoka and all the new characters, Sabine and Hera and everybody else, Kane and Ezra, it was just awesome, and then you bring in Thrawn, which is, you know, out of all the expanded universe, probably my favorite character. I mean, he was the one that started the expanded universe, so you know, you got to go back old school and, you know, just appreciate all that. Um, and then, you know, if they did tie-ins with Cassian, I think that would be great. Um, I think the one thing I'm most concerned about with the Cassian series is just how they, exactly they approach it, because, you know, you're going back to the prequels to, you know, to World 1, essentially, yeah. to where you have that issue You know, anytime he gets into any sort of danger, you know, he's going to escape it because he winds up in the movie. Yeah. But I think if they do it kind of more like uh, like a spy game sort of thing um, to where, you know, like Brad Pitt and Robert Redford, where he's kind of running other agents. That way you could get them in a little bit of a squirrely situation. You could kill people off right and left. And, you know, it wouldn't. And he's still there and you could still move it on. I think that would probably work, you know, a lot better than, you know, having, you know, him actually be the one involved all the time. Yeah. We'll see what happens.
0: No, I totally get what you're saying. We actually talked about that in the book club. Like, mm-hmm. when we go back and we do almost like a prequel with these characters, you know, there's a, like, in the Leia book we just read, there's there's this love interest for Leia as a kid. And you're like, nah, I know this isn't going anywhere, so they really care. But it really shows you how that character is developed. And, and, I mean, that's, that's just kind of Star Wars. I mean, they yeah. did it with the prequels. They're doing it with these books. They're doing it with the television series. I
1: think that's kind of the fun part, though, because then you, like, then that character... Hopefully, if it's done the right way, this is assuming it's done well, then yeah. that character makes more sense to you, you know? Yeah, because you watch it, and you're like, oh, now I see why she does this, or now I understand why Cassian would say that, you know? Yeah. And I kind of feel like it's kind of fun to put those puzzle pieces together. I enjoy doing that.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it'd be fun. I, I almost think, like, a, something with Cassian, like, we're seeing with the Mandalorian would be cool. Like, he has flashbacks to being a kid, and, you know, he loses his his family or whatever it is that happens i think that would be that would be super cool um jory anything you're expecting from cassian i mean he's was he a, was he a favorite character of yours in rogue one or are you excited about this i mean it's kind of cassian's kind of gone by the wayside with all the news in star wars but are you excited she
3: it's funny because like so when when Solo came out And Rogue won both of them I was not on board at all Like yeah. I didn't care whatsoever um, And now they're I can't say they're my favorite movies, but they brought so much to the table that I really enjoy them all. Yeah. Um, so when we talk about this Cassian series, at first I was like, really, like he wasn't even close to my favorite movie or favorite character in that movie, let alone yeah. you know something I want to see more of. Um, but the more that I have, you know, really just stepped back and and started to just think about everything as a whole I think that they can do a lot that will really enhance the universe um and so yeah I'm, I'm really excited for it uh once again I I think I think I would have chosen Jin um you know to kind of get more of her backstory and, and to see but uh you know they have a better mind for this than I do so um I'm sure it's going to be great because they've already you know the Mandalorian's phenomenal. Um, we don't have anything else to compare it to. Yeah. Uh, but I would say it's, it's probably some of the best stuff in star Wars right now. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for Cassian.
0: I, I gotta agree with Jory. I wanted more Jen or so I thought Jen was awesome. I thought her book was fantastic. I, I needed more with Jen. I, I don't know. I, I needed more with her. So a great, great point, Jory. Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Now I had something about Jen and Oh, the, the Cassie and Andor series. I don't know. We talked about this several weeks ago and I don't know if you guys recall this and maybe I know uh, Luke and Holly hadn't seen it, but there was a ABC television show that were, they were doing a test shooting for. Um, And I don't remember what the hell it was called now, but there's test footage out there now that was leaked and I gotta be honest, it looked terrible. It was Star Wars Underworld, or whatever it was. What
1: a weird name. The
0: footage looked terrible, but I can see a Cassian Andor series kind of fulfilling that. The kind of Star Wars Underworld, he's navigating the the kind of... The, He's going to Coruscant and he's, you know, stealing secrets, whatever he's doing, you know, hiding against the Empire. I I don't know. I could see something like that working for him in a much higher quality Disney Plus production. Uh, Luke, I don't know if you got to watch that teaser or the the test clip. It was was god awful. But, I mean, am I in the right direction there?
2: Yeah, I never saw the actual – video, I heard some of the audio somewhere else, uh, but I haven't looked up the actual uh clip. But I think that yeah, the the whole Disney Plus era is a totally different ball game and some of the filming technology they have, it's kinda like analogous to what George experienced as he went through his Star Wars movies where, you know, you get a second Death Star in Return of the Jedi because he couldn't quite do what he really wanted to do with the first death star and like i i love that second death star battle and i loved when they put it into one of the uh gamecube rogue squadron games and you got to play it because it's so epic and he was able to do that and then again going back to the prequels he couldn't have made episode one through three because this the scenery is so much more expansive the battles are so much more expansive yeah uh So he made the sequel trilogy or sorry, the original trilogy which takes place in more remote areas because you have rebel cells that aren't operating out in the open in the most populous areas. And there was once the technology develops, then he's able to tell the stories that take place in these metropolis like settings um, because it, It just wouldn't have worked in the budget before. And now, you know, we look at what George was going to try to do. And the reason it got canned, I think, is because it just it wasn't there. The level wasn't there given the budget restraints. Uh, But now, you know, luckily things have progressed and and now they're able to give us something of high quality. And even in Mandalorian, it's not on the level of the theatrical releases in terms of the quality of some of the, the graphics and the visuals. But it's it's strong enough Um, that it still gives you kind of the same feel and the story as long as the storytelling i think is strong it'll be okay so i i have a a lot of faith that they're gonna work really hard to get these pieces right i know they're rewriting a lot of the obi-wan series because they didn't like the first go around and you know that means that they're really being careful and really trying to put out a good quality they don't want to pump out a bunch of stuff even though you know, if it's if it's poor quality, even though they could mm-hmm. they want to try to maintain that level and and Cassian just has so many storytelling possibilities because of the era like David was talking about, it's it's such a rich era in between Revenge of the Sith and a New Hope to see the the how things bridge in between there to get to where we are with the rebellion. I think you could have almost an endless list of crossover characters. Oh yeah, appearing Cassian that would really add something to the story I I've, think I've said before I, I would like to see Kira mm-hmm. appear and maybe Crimson Dawn like him have a run in where somebody like Cassian makes uh, an alliance of convenience even though maybe their ideals aren't aligned but like oh yeah there's this one thing that might be mutually beneficial to both of us and he could run across uh, akira Kira and Amal and uh, uh Quinlan Voss Va- or not Quinlan Voss um Dryden boss? yeah. is that the, yeah. the dude's solo right? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's fantastic. I, I, I personally want to see Hera in live action. For me, that's up there with seeing Ahsoka in live action. I think it's. I think Hera. You know, I don't know even know where. I don't even know where Cassian would meet them, but he has to have worked with them, right? I mean, he's pretty high up there in the the Rebellion, so he has to have come across her. They had to have worked together. Where did they meet each other? Did they bring cells together? There's just so many questions I have, but she's one I would also love to see um, there in live action. Um, Nettie, I want to ask you, outside of Obi-Wan, outside of Cassian and the Mandalorian, what what do we want to see next from Disney plus? What are we going to focus on next? Oh, that's a tough question though. Are we going back sure. in time? Are we going a thousand years in the future? And we don't know how the hell we got here. Um, but here's some heroes and, and then we'll tell you what happened later. I, I don't know.
6: It's a, if I had to pick, I'd probably going back in time would always be great. I mean, bring Revan back in Canon would be amazing. Um, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Thrawn. Say, I know we'll yeah. get some more of him yeah. with that new book coming out this fall. But trying to avoid spoilers for Endo Rebels, I want to know what happens after Rebels. Yeah. Um, I want to know like what he and Ezra are doing. I mean, there's also with the new Thrawn trilogy, there's the Grisks that yep. I want to know what's going on with that. So yep. um, I think wrapping up that story would be really interesting to see.
0: I think Thrawn the 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 Chiss ascendancy in a in a television series is is perfect for a television series. I mean, there's I could see it being a drama, like not even a bunch of action, but just the manipulation and the, and the just the the, the the just cunningness of these people. They're they're just. I don't know. They're very witty. They're very calculated. I feel like that would make for a good freaking television drama even. I mean, I know Thrawn is, is pretty skillful and can and, and swing a sword. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. Just that that could be pretty cool in itself. Um, I don't know. We still have Brent with us? Might be muted. Might be attending to children. But we'll, we'll come back to him once we hear him um uh, david i gotta know it, you know I, it, it doesn't feel like maybe this this sequel trilogy kind of lived up to your expectations where do you want star wars to go kind of in the future now
5: well i i think it should take a break from uh anything to do with ray or any of these characters that yeah. people are kind of luke lukewarm on yeah. right now yeah um i I'd, I'd definitely like to see the we'll say the sequel to rebels uh where does that go that that story to me is where start what star wars should explore right now what happened to ezra uh you know and that can also then cross over into whatever is going on with the mandalorian with the uh live action ahsoka yeah all of that seems like it can come together with the dark saber and maybe there's more to it that we just don't know at this point
0: yeah you're absolutely right it feels like the dark saber there was a tease of eh, this is going to be super connected to rebels um and man I'll, I'll be honest i thought ezra was coming flying back with thrawn on a space whale in the rise of skywalker i thought it was happening i thought he was coming out of the unknown regions i was like holy shit it's gonna happen and it didn't so yeah seeing them coming back maybe even teaming up i don't know to to to, to do something to find their way back I, I don't know i agree with you though that's that's a story you cannot leave like that you just can't
5: no i actually turned to my son and said not space whales please <laughs> no <laughs> so i so. agree
0: they're not great but i would have been down in the moment just just to have them have them come back just they needed a mode of transportation that's all they had they jumped to light speed and they made it home but
1: besides as well just gets them
0: he just speaks to them. Somehow he knows. He, he knows how to communicate with them, and it, it, it's awesome. Um, Brent, I got to know, man, we got you back now. Um, where's Star Wars going for you? Where do you want Star Wars to, to be in the next couple years? Outside of Obi-Wan, Cassian, is there anything particularly you'd really like them to delve
4: into? Oh jeez. I mean the uh, the whole High Republic part. Hey buddy, hi buddy. The, uh, sorry, training accident. I had to deal with with the youngling. <laughs> you uh, good. The, uh, the High Republic, and mean, you know, that all sounds really interesting. You know, I'd love to see them go back. You know, to deal with that even further, even. Um, but really, I mean, when you leave off the Last Jedi with Ray lighting up a yellow lightsaber, how do you not continue on with their story? I agree. Um, so I, agree. I would like to see you know that taken up at some point, whether you know it's animated or however they decide to do it, but to continue that story. And then, you know, there's also stuff, you know, they really need to go through and fill in, you know, Ben's fall. Yeah. Ben's downfall. I mean, that is probably one of the more intriguing aspects of things that they haven't even touched on. You know, probably even more interesting to me than, you know, Yoda's history, which they're dealing with the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's kind of where I'd like to see it go.
0: Yeah, that's something we were talking about. We read that 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 Rise of Kylo Ren comic line, and it was only four issues, but I thought we were really going to dig into something and learn more what happened with Kylo. It just didn't happen. So now I'm like, you could do an do an animated series. We don't need to bring you know um, Adam Driver back. We don't need to try doing that crap or DH. Just do an animated series of of him and Luke having problems, and and or maybe him and Luke off doing really awesome things. Some of those stories that we saw Luke and Ben Skywalker doing in the in the Fate of the Jedi series, and really kicking ass and 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 going on adventures together, and then. Things start to go wrong. What happens? Why 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 is is Luke so troubled with Ben and what is it that's really I mean, we we have a general idea of what's bothering Ben solo and why he is the way he is. But let's 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 flesh that out a little more. Let's 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 get to the heart of what actually happened and show that snoke manipulation and, and really what drove him to the dark side. I feel like that's an animated series waiting to happen. And make it a little darker. Uh, make it darker than you know the later seasons of the Clone Wars. Let's really get into it. Um, so yeah, you're. That's. There's so much story there to tell, and it's kind of crazy to me that we just kind of glossed over that in the sequel trilogy. And, and I get why they did, but um, that's a story I'm, I'm also super fascinated in. Um, Jory, where 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 would you like to go, my friend, in Star Wars?
3: And it's a loaded question because you know just kind of like everybody's saying in different time frames that you can go to and different stories you can pick up on uh, it's it's just really cool you know seeing everybody's perspectives um you know because you know you, you have david who you know wants to see more of the rebels and you have brent you know wants to see more of of the sequels and and the things that they didn't tell and you know it, i i want to see it all i truly yeah, do yeah um and, you know, and, and I think that the High Republic, you know, like Brent was just saying, it'd be really cool to see. Um, and, uh, you know, just to see, I think what we'll end up getting there first is obviously those books and then maybe, yeah. you know, really building into that.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but then uh, I've said this before, I'd always love to see Bane, you know, go back in time and you know, yeah. and however Disney wants to do it. Um, but just to show how the evil started and, and not even the evil starting, but, yeah. but how the Sith started, um, because, uh, our, our trilogy, our main trilogy for our original trilogy, um, they just kind of tapped into that. And then, uh, the prequels, I mean, all nine really were, were kind of based around the, the Sith. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. they they're being in hiding, and then their their rise to power, and then their downfall, and then rise again, and another downfall. You know, it just we always had these bad guys, and just to see where they came from, you know, how everything started, um, and, and why we have this turmoil in the galaxy, and and just to see their their plots they had, and how they got to be as strong as they were.
0: Yeah, no, and I, and I am actually surprised. It isn't one of the, the first things we're seeing after the sequel trilogy, to be honest. I, Obi-Wan makes sense to me. I mean, we all love you, McGregor. I think he'll be awesome, and that's a, a story worth telling. I think that's great. The Cassian thing was unexpected, but... We'll take I, it. We'll take it. But yeah, an Old Republic, you know, series, or maybe even, like you, you mentioned, taking Bane and... and even if we change those characters a bit to fit in the story, I'm fine with that because I think you, you did it with Thrawn. You know, the character stayed true. You just put them in a different damn time period, and it works out great. Um, and I think that's something you can easily do with Bane. You can you can easily do a Rule of Two, you know, like style story without sticking to those books because I don't think they'll ever really canonize those stories, but take elements of it. And what works? It's the same thing with Plagueis. You know, those are great stories. Let's 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 use what really works best and tell a new story. And and I think they're very capable of doing that. I'm just honestly shocked that they haven't, because that's that's such a it's it's a a time in Star Wars that everyone loves, and we've never really seen anything about it other than a few books and a game. Like so, I I think that's something that they really need to tap into soon. Yeah.
3: See, I think they might not have tapped into it just because of the fact that. Um, a lot of hardcore fans already come to know the story and so maybe they're just taking it for a grain of salt you know that everybody's already on board with it and hey you know what we're not going to canonize it because really what's the monetary gain that we get from canonizing it other than I think they might have to actually purchase the books and then maybe purchasing it wouldn't bring back the money that you know that uh they would have to give out to purchase it yeah Um, so it's a possibility that they will never really rehash what happened because they're just gonna take it as hey all these star wars fans are gonna see this as canon yeah um and we already kind of touched on it with the movies so we don't really need to explain it any further but i think that getting that story in live action and seeing it on screen would be really cool
0: yeah and you're right and it could also piss a lot of people off because i mean a lot of people love you know the expanded universe they love they love luke skywalker and ben skywalker and jason solo they love that story and they love how epic those characters were and then we got something really significantly different in the sequel trilogy and that upset a lot of people and i totally understand that and so you run the risk then of going back in time
5: yeah yeah but then you'll have the people like me who don't don't know, and it'll just be new exactly. Star Wars to me. Like exactly, you know, I knew Th- I knew Thrawn was in the wrong time period, but yeah, I never read the books, so to me, it all worked. It worked, and mm-hmm. it it made it very interesting.
0: And that's what I think. You take those those beloved characters, and you just you put them in something different, and like I said, just. It worked for Thrawn. I mean, I, Brent would tell you, like, the character himself, you know, spoke true to who Thrawn was in the books. He's just totally in, like, a hugely different time period, and it, it just worked. And then you're able to create new stories because now you have the Emperor. You have Vader. There's a little competition there. There's a little struggle there that you didn't get in the in the Thrawn trilogy. So I totally agree. I think that's a great point, David, that there's some people that, that – don't care about that stuff and and if it's star wars they're going to check it out but it maybe just isn't there you know they don't want to read the books and and that's totally fine and maybe they'll get a really great story out of it with characters we already love and i I i think it has to be done i think it has to be done um but something I gotta ask. So you know, let's let's talk about Clone Wars for a little bit. And there's only a few of us here that have watched it. Um, I am three episodes behind. Uh, Luke also isn't here. Nettie, are you caught up on Clone Wars? I am. Got up this morning. So 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 what do you, what do you think, man? I, I'm three episodes behind, and I don't mind you guys spoiling a lot of this thing for me. Um so so where are we at here and and, and are where are we where we need to be, seeing as how we're what, halfway through the season now?
6: Yeah, say um I'm still waiting for, you know, the mall and the mandalore arc but I think that's gonna be the end. So okay. um not too anxious or I'm happy to wait for that. Okay. Um they did bring Ahsoka back and what was it last week's episode okay so i'm glad to see her back and liking her arc so far that she's going through and um right now um i think yeah this episode kind of left off on a cliffhanger but i enjoyed it for the most part like um luke was saying before we started recording there was some nice ties to solo so i really enjoyed or maybe that was david i can't remember who said that yeah but um so yeah so i i've enjoyed it so far
0: Okay, I will say Sam Witwer said this week or last week I can't remember what it was that that this this uh, this Mandalore finale is one of the best stories in Star Wars he's ever heard, and that's Sam Witwer. He's a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, he voices Maul. He's voiced the Emperor. Um, he was part of the Force Unleashed. Like. He knows Star Wars, and he knows storytelling, and and if he's saying that this is one of the best storylines, story arcs he's ever he's ever read, and Star Wars, and that's coming from you know him and, and Dave Filoni, like I, I think this is gonna be epic. And I cannot wait, and I need to get Holly to care about Clone Wars. I just, it's very difficult. I get it. You're, you're many seasons behind, and and Jory's in the same situation. Um, yeah. But yeah, we got to get you on board because it's great storytelling. Uh, David, you, you're you're caught up, right?
5: Yeah, yeah, I caught up yesterday.
0: What'd you think? What'd you think?
5: Well, I would first say that. This season would be easy to jump in. You probably don't even need to watch any of the other stuff because it yeah. starts out at a point that really has nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. And and so, but as far as it goes uh I mean, it's been okay. It's been kind of slow to me. Yeah. So far I'm not liking this arc and uh with Ahsoka, it just it's a, it's a little I don't know, immature to me. Well, we'll see if it, yeah. it kind of picks up. I see the tie-ins with with Solo, uh, one thing that I didn't like is how they made it to Kessel just through Lightspeed, and they come out of Lightspeed, and they're in yeah. Kessel, and I didn't think that that was possible, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, Han had a hell of a time navigating to get there, uh, so I can imagine that was probably pretty uh, enlightening. Wait, what? They could just jump through to Lightspeed, and they're there? Yeah, that's maybe yeah. There's, there's, I don't know, less, I don't know, asteroids, or I don't know, whatever the hell they went through. Um, but maybe maybe that's gone now. I don't know. They
1: didn't even have to work for it.
0: They didn't have to work for it apparently. But uh, we'll ask Luke when he comes back what, what he was thinking. Yeah, it, it, the, so far the series, I mean, has been a little slow for me. The Bad Batch. Um, I think it was an interesting you know story, and I know Dave's stuck with that. That's something he's had written for many years, and I think a lot of that story was already done um they just kind of touched up a little bit for this for this finale um but so far yeah it's a little slow and i think that's why holly's probably struggling a little with it because it's it's a little slow it's not some of the clone wars that i love but it's 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 interesting it's interesting um brent have you got into oh, go ahead go ahead i think it's
5: gonna pick up go ahead dave well i was just gonna say i think it's gonna pick up we'll it's going to pick up with the way that this last episode ended i think they're going to have to ramp it up now there's only i think 6 episodes left so yeah uh, it should start getting good i'm thinking
0: and that's and all i've heard you know online is people saying hey like this this is going to tie in so much with episode 3 like you're going to be seeing if not scenes from episode 3 like things that are going on during episode 3 i mean are we getting anywhere close to that at all
4: not, not at yet. all
0: not at all okay so that it's going to be an interesting few episodes i'm assuming for a finale
4: um but brent have you got into to clone wars at all yeah i, I watched the uh i watched it i think when they first released it on netflix so i could you know watch it properly and not have to wait through commercials and everything like that um but at the time i didn't realize that it was out of order for the yeah. first three seasons yeah um, so, it, you know, in what, i am been mean, going back through and watching it In Order now. Uh, it makes it much more sense. Oh, my gosh, uh, yeah. When you go through those early, those first couple seasons or whatever. Um, and then uh, I haven't seen the newest episode yet, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of liking The Bad Batch. I'm wondering, you know, what part they're actually going to play when everything shakes out. You know, are they going to sacrifice themselves to save yeah. Rex? And that's how him and his crew kind of get out and be able to be around to Rebels later on. Or, you that's know, just how exactly they're going to go down. Um, and then I was looking into the timeline on wikipedia because i was trying to figure out where princess leia alderaan actually fit in with everything uh, as far as clone wars went Mm -hmm. um and then looking through there it went on to the final episodes of clone wars and i think the same like the last five or six episodes of the series actually take place simultaneously with episode three wow so we're going to be getting into the crunch time here pretty soon as far as that goes and it should be getting interesting seriously Uh, and i'm assuming that it's going to be showing a lot of overlap with different jedis that are killed and how that goes out and maybe what's going on you know does rex find out the chip you know do they pull it you know how exactly do they not take part in that and you know be able to escape themselves it'd be pretty interesting for that aspect
0: yeah it's it's going to be pretty devastating again i feel like they're going to hit us even harder with order 66 it's we're going to see yeah more people perish it's going to be very dark there's a lot of funny memes out there um about order 66 and and the clone wars anyway that's a side discussion um, so, so what else you guys, what, what's, what else you want to talk about in Star Wars? Um, the rise so, yeah, of... I had, yeah, but, daddy, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, on clone wars, there was one thing
6: in, I think it was the second episode of the season. I wanted to gauge the group on say, there's that part where Anakin's, you know, kind of hiding in the bunker talking to Padme and, you know, Rex is keeping cover. Then Anakin comes out and Obi-Wan's like, I hope you told Padme hi for me. So, I know a lot of people were kind of like, "How much does Obi Wan know?" Yeah. So I kind of wanted to see like how everybody else took that line because I thought it was kind of a interesting line, though.
5: Yeah, I agree. Oh, I, I was th- I think he knows. Good. He Amy. knows everything. He does. He does.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Obi Wan knows.
4: He absolutely does. Yeah. He knows, but if he openly admits it, he has to tell Yoda, and he doesn't want to. That's right. <laughs>
0: And that, that just speaks to him and Anakin's relationship, right? Like, God, it just... I don't know. I don't know. Because, yeah, he says, you know, Anakin's the father, isn't he, in episode three? I'm so sorry. Like, and we're seeing, you know, he knew even before then um, that they you know, obviously had something going on. Um, so I'll be interested to see if that's, uh, you know, discussed anymore just in that little scene. It was funny. It was lighthearted. But is it going to get serious here? I, I mean, are we going to have a... A deeper conversation about it and and uh i mean he obviously knows something going on attack of the clones you know and it have freaks out when when padme falls like he, he knows something's going on but is he gonna i don't know is he gonna hammer down on him and try to get him to cut it off i, I don't know it could get could get pretty dramatic jory what were you saying
3: I think for Obi Wan, um, this kind of speaks to some of his faults as a master, and and, yep. and you could take this either way, you know, whichever way you want to look at it is. Um, but I think ignorance is bliss for him, mm-hmm. and so sometimes, you know, we'll see some things that Obi Wan does with Anakin that, uh, and granted, we haven't seen a lot of on-screen um, master and apprentice, and it, it kind of seems like. As a master and apprentice, at least that we have seen on screen, you either are so like your master mm-hmm. that you know you're a carbon copy of them, or you are just the complete opposite of them. Yeah. And so, it, you know, it, it kind of speaks to Obi Wan's uh, <clears throat> maybe just uh, him not being ready to be a master at the time, yeah. um, and his inexperience. I mean, he did come into. Uh, his own, as far as being a Jedi at a late age, um, he wasn't ready for uh, his knighthood uh, at the time when he was knighted. Um, And he didn't even have to go through the trials. He was just knighted and given, you know, an apprentice. And so um, I think some of that is him just figuring out himself, you know, how do I approach this? Because it's, I mean, granted with, everybody it's just kind of like life you know you figure it out as you go especially as parents you know we kind of just figuring yeah. it out as we go we we figured out that our parents didn't have it all figured out either like yeah. we thought as we were kids um so uh maybe it's just his inexperience and uh you know, I, but I 100% think that Obi-Wan knows uh, almost everything with with pa- Anna and Anakin and Padme
0: when he has his own temptations, too, right? Like in the Clone Wars, we know with him and Satine, so maybe he's a little more understanding of it. Um, if, if things had gone differently, I don't know if Obi-Wan would have been in the situation he's in after, you know, post-Clone Wars. So I, I don't know. It, maybe he's a little more understanding than we realize, and he just kind of, like you said, turn maybe turns a blind eye to it all. But, uh, Brent, what were you going to say?
4: I was just going to say that the, uh, the whole... Trying to figure out who the father is with Padme just really reminded me uh, when we were reading play Princess of Lauderon, I wish I could have been there last week, um, that whole scene when in front of Tarkin when they're, you know, going through the whole you've been cheating on me with Mothma or whatever, I'm just wondering if that <laughs> was a conversation that uh, Bale and Bria had in real life with uh, Padme, uh, or revolving around Padme, because they were always, you know, tight as thieves, nobody really knew who the father was, and, but, you know, aside from Anakin, he was the only other person that Padme was probably ever around with in close quarters and by themselves. So I just you know kind of that little shout out to to the this ball drop I thought was kind
0: of that's a great question that's a great question there's there's so many answers that I yeah go ahead Joy
3: no I was just gonna say that's a really good point because I mean the galaxy at large and even like Brent just said like um, even her own parents maybe didn't really know you know who her true father was and so um, you know uh, it's just that's that's a really good question granted. it does seem like um, when you read the book that they knew that it was Anakin Skywalker, yeah. but you know the galaxy at large, like just not knowing, and in other people of power, you know, because um, you don't think that Bail and Bray were ever going to divulge that information to anyone. Yeah. You know, like they're never going to be like, oh yeah, you know, it was Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. He, he became Darth Vader, you know, in the long run. But then again, who? in the galaxy knows that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. So it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just a really good point that Brent just brought up.
0: Did, did Bria, did she, cause wasn't there a point where she's, you guys mentioned, and I, it's been the since I read the book where, where they're talking about Panaka knowing who she was. Didn't Bria say something or was that?
1: Well, she got, Leia told her that she thought it was like a weird moment where like, he was asking her all these questions about, like, how old she was and where okay. she came from. And because, like, Panaka was, like, figuring it out. And I think that the way that Claudia Gray wrote it was that Bria kind of brushed it off. But you could tell she was really bothered by it. Yeah. Um, so she knew enough about Leia's origins to know that that's not stuff she wanted people to be questioning.
0: Bale had to have known. There's no way. In episode 3, him, Yoda, Obi-Wan sitting there right? Like they had that had to have been brought up, hey, like we're we're splitting these kids up. They're probably super freaking force sensitive. This dude can't find them if he's still around or the emperor knows. I don't know when the time's right, we'll all just kind of Uh, you know, rise, but like, right?
1: Or is it better to keep them ignorant about it so they don't know anything? Well, that's
0: what I also thought, that it better protects them if they don't know. And then, you know, when, you know, someone comes around and tries to do a mind trick on them or or enter their mind, they they don't know anything. But I feel like that had to have been a conversation,
4: right, Brent? Yeah, I mean, I would think they would have to. I mean, because you get that line in uh, Return of the Jedi when is talking with Luke, and she's like, you know, you know, some I didn't know, but somehow I always knew. And then, you know, yeah. you go through the Leia Prince of Alderaan book, and when they, they, she was adopted, you know, they tell her that, you know, your father died in the final battles of the Clone Wars. Yeah. And your mother died during childbirth or whatever. And it's like, you would think she should have known because the only two people that we ever see fighting in the Clone Wars are clones or Jedi. Yeah. So her father had to have been one of those two.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Jory. And
3: going back to uh, Brea and and how she felt about Panaka, I bet selfishly she felt glad that he you know was dead. Um, but probably for the resist or sorry the rebels' uh, point of view, um, it was probably a. Uh, you know she she felt selfishly glad he was dead, but on the other flip side, that you know she's like, well, this is really our only yeah. you know guy that we could go to, yeah. um, you know, to possibly negotiate you know any sort of terms um so i mean i bet she was kind of split you know when she felt you know everything so
0: yeah god freaking panaka right now left field um yeah Nettie has a great 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 topic to bring up um what, what else guys what what else is is out there in star wars the, the rise of skywalker came out uh have y'all picked up the digital copy or are you waiting till monday like myself to get that blu-ray
5: I'm waiting until Monday. I've probably seen it about seven times. Let's go. Um, so so I, I could wait until I get the physical copy. Da- I don't feel like going to any stores right now.
0: No, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I, 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 that I may make a run. Maybe I'll look for some toilet paper while I'm out too. But definitely gonna, I'm going to pick up the Blu-ray and a, and a pack of toilet paper, and they're going to know what I'm going to be doing. Mm. Um, but, uh, David, you saw it seven times, my friend. What would you like about that flick?
5: Well, it's it's Star Wars. I mean, there's enough about it I don't like, and yeah. I probably could list more of that than anything. But yeah. you know, I I like seeing Luke and Leia train, and um, you know everything leading up to the final scene. I don't get into the what I call superhero powers of the Force as much as you know all this uh, Force Skype or whatever we're yeah. calling it. It's it kinda it takes me out of Star Wars. It feels like I'm watching a Marvel movie to me anyway. That's fair.
0: That's fair.
5: But the it still has its moments. The the scene with Han and, and Ben on the Death Star that Ooh. you know, of course, that gets to you. Boy. And uh, so yeah, it was Again, it's Star Wars, and I have ways of finding movies when I'm not supposed to. So I saw it twice in the theater, and then seen it enough times on the Internet, we'll say.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Brent, have, have you got to pick up a copy yet? Are you, are you, are you watching it with the kids? Are you, I'm assuming you guys are pretty quarantined right now. Everyone's not really leaving.
4: Yeah, you know, um, I was lucky enough to, you know, work for a company that, is considered mission critical. So I get to continue doing my job and then my managers were cool enough to nice. let me do it from home. Nice. So it's been pretty sweet. Um, but no, we've been holding out. I haven't picked it up yet. Um, I'm waiting for that physical copy or whatnot. Um, but you know, there's so many great things about it. You know, that scene, Jen's redemption is probably the most beautiful thing that's ever been shot in Star Wars. I mean, just yeah. everything that's going on around it, the music, yeah. The whole scenery, the ocean calms down from you know 100 foot waves to uh, completely flat, and the mm-hmm. sun comes out. Didn't even
0: notice
4: that, the whole thing about it just, is just totally cool. Um, and then you know, and kind of it'd be a good segue into the whole uh, force diad absolutely that was kind of you know presented there. And you know, that I you know, while it's kind of esoteric and weird and out there, I think it also is pretty cool because you know, when you go back and you think about it from the Force Awakens on the only time you see Rey really exhibiting her powers is when she's in proximity to Kylo, the other end of her dyad. She's not out there doing crazy stuff the whole time on Jakku, and she doesn't even wake up until he lands on deck. Great point. She's kind of aware of things. So you kind of take it from that aspect of it. Um, But to think about it more from Ben's aspect, I think is really enticing because, you know, if they were the same age, then it would kind of make sense that the dyad formed when they were born. Yeah. but they're 10 years apart. So was Ben just, like, feeling incomplete as a child until she was born, and then he felt less incomplete because oh, they weren't yeah. connected, or was he, like, whole? And then at 10 years old is when you start to see that change in him, you know, with, you know, all of a sudden he's feeling, like, because, you know, half of his self is somewhere else. And, yeah. you know, is all the darkness that he experiences the fear that he's feeling from Ray as she's running from whoever's trying to kill her parents and being abandoned on Jakku, you know, is that all the fear and rage that he develops ultimately in his fall, you know, is that where it comes from?
1: That's an interesting Interesting. point. Did you read? (laughs) Sorry. The last, uh, rise of Kylo Ren comic. Yeah. They actually bring the dyad into it because I think it's at the end of the comic when Kylo kind of like really like reaches to the dark side and he, you know, kind of takes out his friends who came there to help him. And then, they, right. Am I thinking of yeah? No, family? He
0: becomes Kylo Ren in that moment. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then right when that happens, they cut scene to Ray on Jakku and she is like, wow, did you feel that? It feels really cold. And it's like, she didn't become aware of that until he turned into Kylo Ren.
0: Yeah, no, it, you're absolutely right. It seems to, cause, cause she says it's, you know, it's been there. It's always been there, but she's never really been able to identify it. But that moment, where he actually really becomes Kylo Ren. Yeah, it affects her. She's like, you feel it? She turns to Unkar Plot, she's like, do you feel that cold? Which is actually kind of comical. But, uh, yeah, Jory.
3: So this is a question for Brent. I don't know if you've read the novel or not, but do they cover any of that in the novel um, about you know the, uh, the Rise of Skywalker novel?
4: I haven't had the chance to read that one yet, so I'm not sure how in depth they go with all that sort of stuff. But I'm assuming probably not much because it's going to center around more, 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 instead of you know all that sort of stuff's going to be you know have to be hashed out in you know a series of novels or you know like I said the animated series. And-
0: yeah,
3: gotcha. Yeah, because I because I'm I'm re- listening to the novel now, but I'm like just so. Not, I mean I'm not far into it at all, so I just didn't know if if you had read the novel or or listened to it. Um, and so uh, that's that'd be really cool to see if you know if they touch on it at all in in the novel. Um, like I just didn't know if anybody had done so or not yet.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but you know, and then you know the whole the dyad the way it's set up, you know, it kind of brings into more the whole you know, instead of maybe a bloodline that's carrying all this stuff, maybe more of a Force line, because you get back into the comics of, you know, and did or did not Palpatine create Anakin from the Force. Yeah. Which, if you wind up doing, then, you know, they're all kind of Palpatines, as far as the Force line would be concerned. Yeah. Um, which would then kind of explain, you know, how that dyad might have formed. You know, was it waiting for, you know, because if, if you figure it passes down through Anakin, and then you have Luke and Leia, which are, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like a dyad in themselves, being twins, but just not completely connected in the Force. So then you have... You know, Leia has an offspring and then, you know, was the force waiting for Luke to have one to complete that dyad. And then yeah. Luke didn't, but Palpatine's offspring did. So all of a sudden, it, that's what it found to latch onto, which is, you know, creating that dyad. So, you know, just kind of, just the whole thought process of that. And, you know, just kind of weird and I uh, like kind of going down those rabbit holes. It's fun.
3: Oh, dude, you blew my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah when yeah. you said that, I mean, I don't know if I was on screen or not, but it was just like, geez, oh, Pete's like that just opens up so many different storylines that you can you can bring from that and then um like i i haven't i mean because i watch quite a bit of youtube just to see what other people are, are saying about star wars and i have not seen anybody bring that up so that was pretty amazing there brian
0: and does it feel like it's uh, was this a, a purposeful w- w- did we were we going to this point all along or or are we now at a point because, you know, Ryan Johnson was was taking these characters in a different direction and now you know we're bringing them back and saying, "Okay, how can they be connected? They're not related so to speak." It just did, was it purposeful or did we just kind of stumble across this because the way Brent's explaining it, I mean, it sounds very purposeful, but is that is that how it came about?
4: I I think it might have been intentional cuz you know, when you go back and you look at um, I think Nate posted the uh, YouTube thing on it, or somebody was comparing the, uh, the orchestral arrangements between Ray's theme and Emperor Palpatine's yeah, theme. Yeah. And there's those subtle, you know, comparisons to it. And you know, John Williams, they would have told him, you know, hey, she's a Palpatine. Yeah, you know, that's true. Write her theme according to that. So I think it was kind of laid out there as, you know, kind of a loose interpretation of, you know, this is what's going to happen. How we get there is kind of up to them. But I think that was kind of something that was set, set up early on. Yeah, and I think that might have been my days. They really was saying the whole time. He's like, "Yeah, how did you guys not know who my parents were?" And it's like, "Well, obviously, I don't, you know, pay attention to augmentation of the minor <laughs> chords and the music, but you know, whatever it actually."
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's it's actually really funny because like um, if you go back to the speculation before uh, the Last Jedi, um, you start seeing people that were comparing her uh, stab, you know, her stabbing into. Yep uh kylo ren when they had their very first duel um and they're like that's a palpatine move from uh from revenge of the sith and so it was you know you don't really know if 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 this is all you know a cohesive like hey this is what we had planned from the very beginning or not because um love it or hate it the last jedi is a very different movie from the seventh and ninth installment yeah. of the series and so in in it's very and at least to me This is how I perceive it. It is a very um, it, It's written differently. It looks different. Um, you almost are it's almost like the uh, <laughs> The middle child of the group, I guess you'd say You're like yeah. it's just kind of the ones kind of left out and so it um it, It's just It's hard to say um, and I think that we until maybe one day get somebody from lucasfilm to say you know hey this was our our plan from from day one yeah um until we get that we're always going to have speculation until the day <laughs> the day we die um and even if somebody does come out and say it we're going to be like where eh, was it though you know yeah. so it's 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 going to be something that's talked about in star wars for a very long time
0: and, and i find it hard to believe that disney didn't say these are the things we need to hit but i feel like they were just really big issues like benzo needs to be redeemed i feel like that was like the one thing that they needed to be consistent throughout the series and and it did kind of feel like it was just chalked up to the writers hey whatever you want to as long as we get to that point let's get there but are they related are they, is there a connection yeah brent
4: yeah i think the scene in *The Rise of Skywalker*, his redemption—that um, was supposed to be, I'm assuming, Carrie Fisher, not Harrison Ford, that came back to deliver those lines. She was going to say the same thing that yeah. was said between those two on the bridge, and uh, you know, uh, *Force Awakens* when he actually kills on. But I think it was supposed to be delivered by Carrie, and we just didn't get to see that because she passed. You're absolutely um, right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Joy.
0: Now,
3: does it? Does it? Come off even stronger though, because it is his father who he didn't. Oh,
0: buddy! Now um, you're speaking my language. That he
3: didn't connect with as well as his mother. So I mean, like, it, once again, it's just the all these factors that come into play, and then you know how we perceive things, and how um, our characters are perceiving things. But um, it kind of seems like he would always have a little bit more in common with his mother because of their i mean if you'd say force connection but um you know their connection that they do they are force wielders they are um similar in that way she he was trained by her brother um her twin brother at that and so i mean the he's always has this connection with his mom but then his dad coming back in the end um to give him that that little bit of a push um you know is it because you know Carrie Fisher passed away um you know we never we don't really know and I think that that's a really good point Brent but uh you know did it connect even better because it was Han in that moment and it is at least in my the way I perceive it it is kind of Carrie bringing Han into that moment whether it be actually Han or whether it be just a projection I'm not into that spot in the book yet um which I'm pretty sure they'll end up covering but Mm -hmm. it's just really cool
0: Brent, you're you're speaking my language, my friend, because I I cannot agree with you more. Sorry, Jory, you're speaking my language. Brent, you're you're absolutely right. I I think it was absolutely supposed to be Carrie Fish who brings him back. You can tell from The Last Jedi, he struggles. He still loves his mother. That's just something he couldn't put himself to do. He just could not kill her. So I think it would have worked great that way, but, Jory, I think you're right in that the circumstances surrounding Star Wars and Carrie Fisher's passing brought us to that point, but it almost feels even more effective for me because I, I feel like in order for Ben Solo to truly be redeemed, he needs the forgiveness of his father. And what a better way to just have Harrison Ford come back and say, I know, like to, to give his line and to make it to just add even more context to it. I mean it's such a loaded line to begin with from the original trilogy. And now he gets to come back and use it and it's about his son and his love for him. And, and it, to me, I, I, I kind of, we all kind of expected probably Harrison to go. I mean, in that fashion, I did not. Holy cow. Um, but I felt like he needed the forgiveness of his father and, and joy, you brought it up the last time we talked about this and that maybe it was Carrie or maybe it was Leia. you know, Using the last of her energy to get Han there to have that moment and, and to and to stop Ben Solo or to stop Kylo Ren and and really bring back Ben Solo, I think it's it's one of the most beautiful stories in Star Wars. I, I cannot, I need to buy this Blu Ray so I can watch that scene over and over again. It's one of the most beautiful stories, and it's it just so happens that the circumstances surrounding the production got us to that point, but. I don't think they could have written the story any better. To be honest, it's crazy. Whoo! Um, Luke's back. Luke, what do you think, buddy?
1: I'm <laughs> just kidding. Give him a minute,
0: Luke. We just uh, we just went on a bender about Rise of Skywalker. So really sorry you missed it. Um, but you know what we were talking about? When we're talking about Rise of Skywalker. Talk about the Ben Solo redemption scene, okay? Um, but uh, I, I want to I, Brent. You want to share your thoughts with, with with Luke here because I need Luke to hear this because I feel like you and you and Luke are probably synced pretty well um, when it comes to, to Star Wars intellect. So will you mind sharing that again
4: just so he can hear it. I'm not going to do it justice. Let's
1: revisit the dyad. Yes. okay,
4: oh, yeah, the whole dyad thing. So I think the, my thing with the dyad is you know uh, you don't you know it it kind of Sense the Force until Kylo lands on Jackie with Force Awakens. Um, she doesn't exhibit any of her powers until she's in contact with Kylo. You know, she fights him off in Force Awakens, uh, both in, with the lightsaber and when he's trying to read her mind. Um, and that's kind of when you see her actually, you know, being strong in the Force. Other, other than that, she's, you know, just kind of manby camby for the most part. Um, but what I think is really intriguing is the aspect of how it affects Kylo Ren, uh, seeing that they were 10 years apart in age. And so, you know, when I was going back to how it was growing up, was he kind of felt empty and not complete until Ray was born? And then he felt less incomplete because she was there now? Or was he a complete person until she, he was 10 years old and Ray was born? And all of a sudden, that's when he started to feel all the angst and all the anger that he was kind of sensing from her as they're running from Palpatine's henchmen and trying to be saved and her being abandoned by her parents and that sense of loss. And that's where all of his deep-seated anger comes from.
0: Hmm.
1: That was a lot to unpack
0: <laughs> and it's and it's such it's so connected to that comic where we saw you know all those people connected to ben solo his mother um and, and also ray and palpatine too that was another one palpatine was there and he's just like good yes um so ray has that feeling probably maybe one of her first you know sensing of the force and do you feel that Remember when she was talking to uncar plot and did you feel that cold um, it's almost like evil had just, you know, you know, surrounded her in that moment, so that forced dyad connection. Man, I, I, I hope we, I hope Jory's right. I hope they unpack that a little more um, in the book in the novelization because it's, it's interesting and it, it's. I don't know they're not technically related are they so it's it's more so the force connection and and, and I, I just don't know I don't understand it but it, it, maybe it's a way of getting us out of this bloodline like we talked about and, and Star Wars and, and there could be connections in other ways and it's not just your heritage so to speak because um, and that's you know that's kind of a it's kind of a new age way of thinking about Star Wars, but um, it could be something that kind of takes us into the next next generation of heroes or whatever that is. But, uh, um, Luke, you, you bought the digital copy. I mean, you, you've shredded it a few times. Uh, anything new sticking out?
2: Well, what Brent just threw down was really an interesting idea. It kind of plays with uh, destiny versus choosing your own path a little bit. Yeah. almost... The way i i took it uh what he was describing it almost ray's birth almost kind of doomed kylo to take kind of a a winding path through the dark side and back again in a way uh, which is a really interesting idea uh, and, and really interesting take on the the force dyad i i'm still kind of processing it in my mind i i think I've only been able to watch the movie all the way through once since I bought the digital copy. And then I started pouring through the special features. I need to go back again. But before I had watched it a fully second time, and the last time we talked about it, I said I I got up to the point right before all the Death Star scenes. And I talked about how that's really where the heart of it all goes down, Mm -hmm. um, given the redemption and everything. And that, the battle between uh, Kylo and, and Ray. And it's still, I still need to watch that scene so many more times to fully sort of grasp what's going on. uh, And the, not fully grasp, but I get the general idea that like Leia reaches out to, to Kylo Ben and, and makes him rethink where he is and where he's going. And, but the way it all plays out is still like there's a lot to unpack from that. And Ray, like, I, I guess in the way that the dyad they kind of start to merge together, in that, like, Kylo's darkness is affecting Ray just as her lightness is mm. pulling him, yeah. Um, you know, with the lightning bolt that she uses to destroy that transport that she thinks chewie's on earlier and then the the fury with which she stabs him when he drops the saber when Leia connects with him you know like that's that's a bit of darkness that she was ready to just take him out when he was completely uh, vulnerable and not really there for the fight oh, absolutely. Uh, so that 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 the dyad there's there's so many Aspects of it, and it—it it was the biggest new piece of lore I think we got in in all of the sequel trilogy. I mean, the the rule of two like wasn't a thing until mm-hmm. the prequel trilogy, and it might be the biggest like piece of lore we got from the prequel trilogy after the original trilogy. And this whole this whole dyad deal is really the the juicy one we probably got from from the sequels.
0: Well, and what did Luke know about this dyad, or or was he aware? of a connection that Ben had, did he think it was Snoke? Is it simply that he just, you know, he blames Snoke for everything that was happening. And I'm sure Snoke was, he was manipulating Ben. He was, he was turning him dark, but was he even aware of this connection that, that was, that was even possible? Or is this outside of, 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 of of Luke's intellect? I I don't know if this is something he had even been aware of, or, or Yoda had even discussed with him. Like, I feel like he should have been aware that this was possible, but who the hell knows? I don't know. I don't know. Um, God, we got to watch that movie. Yeah. Um, what else, guys? What else is Star Wars? What What, what, what do you guys want to talk about? Anything else?
1: Everyone's still mm. processing the diad.
0: We're all still here. The storm yeah, Brent has pretty much
3: blew my mind. So like, I can't think of anything at this point. Like, that was probably the one of the coolest things uh, that has happened to me in a minute. So, thank you, Brent. I'm gonna go uh, sit in bed and think about this until about 3 a.m. and then have to wake up with the with two little children at six.
0: So. They're not going to want to talk about the diet, unfortunately. I'm assuming they but, might have uh,
1: to listen, though.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, is, is anyone here a gamer? And I know Jedi uh, Academy just came out on the uh, was it the Switch, Nettie? Uh, Nettie, I, 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 did you did you purchase it, my friend? I picked it up. Haven't played it yet, Let but see, I go.
6: haven't even finished that the last one that came out on the Switch. The I think it was Jedi Outcast. I need to. Hop back into that, but
0: yes, i I couldn't get past the first the first stage of that. i I, I gave up on it. I
1: think you were like three seconds in and you were like, I couldn't
0: see shit. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was. It was bad. Uh, But uh, I think it took me like an
6: hour and a half to get past the first one. So
0: (laughs) yeah, it was tough, man. Um, And apparently, you can play online. There's, there's a multiplayer aspect there. So uh, we're probably gonna have to connect uh, and get on that thing. Uh, David, are you a gamer at all? Uh,
5: only older games. Like I've been, uh, been playing Zelda Two this week when I wasn't working.
6: Uh.
5: But Other other Thank than you. that, yeah. no, I don't. The new the new games don't they just don't appeal to me. There's I don't know too many buttons or something. <laughs> like, pull, pull out the NES and uh, and I'm good to go.
0: Oh dude, I feel you. Yeah, Holly's a big uh, Zelda fan here. She uh mm-hmm. I was playing Battlefront the other night, screaming at a bunch of twelve year old kids, and uh, Holly was playing Zelda on the Switch, killing it. Okay, killing it. Uh,
5: Brent, you oh, game at all? To, oh, a ahead. link to the past. Best game ever made.
1: That's a good one. I, um, this is just a fun fact, but when I was growing up, my grandma was actually the big gamer in my household, wow. and she had the Nintendo and she bought the, what was it, a Link to the Past on the Nintendo, not the SNES, just like the Nintendo, and the little oh, cartridge. That was came. just the
5: original Zelda. You yeah. Know.
1: And it came, the cartridge came with a poster in the packet, and she still has the original poster, and it's hanging on one of the walls in one of her bedrooms in the house. Nana's a nerd. Nana's a big nerd. I'm jealous.
0: Jesus. Seriously, maybe we'll have to get her on one of these chats. She would love it. Jesus. Um, Brent, do you game at all with the kids?
4: Yeah, I've been known to a dabble with thumbsticks every once in a while. Oh, uh, kind of a product of uh, my earliest memories as a child. Uh, the only two memories I have earlier than Star Wars are that of a killer whale, and I happen to be a marine biologist. And uh, sitting on my dad's lap playing pong in a Pizza Hut when they first came out. Oh, the first Mickey's awesome. Pizza. When, uh, it was like the original video game. And uh, yeah, after that, you know, usually I'm on, but uh, all you East Coasters are in bed by the time I get it here on the West Coast.
1: Well. That's probably true.
0: I'm going to have to stay up at like (laughs) 3 a.m. one night, and we'll just game it up. Are you on the PS4? I am. Okay. All right. I'm going to get you. I have battle. You got? Okay. Okay. Good. Because I was up in my leveling. Uh, Holly saw it happen, and I was killing it.
1: I heard it happen. Uh,
0: You heard it happen. I was talking a lot of crap. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. When we start streaming this stuff, I cannot go that crazy. Can you? No, that's not meant for children. Um, we we'll definitely have to do that. And Nettie hooked us up with the Discord server. Uh, is that what we call it? I don't know what it's called. Uh, I'm not very good at Discord. but uh, we'll That's why
1: to... he did it for you.
0: Thank God. Thank <laughs> God, Nettie. Well, uh, um, oh, I forgot to post another link for people to join in the Facebook
6: after that first one, so we're gonna have, I'll have to, to do that after this.
0: <laughs> and we'll figure out how to put that permanent. We'll put it on the on the Facebook group or the page or something to get it permanently up there, so so everyone can find that. But uh, still figuring out how to run Discord. I'll be honest, it's 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 new to me. Um, but we'll have to get on there, make some time, you know, kill some noobs, whatever the kids say. I I don't know um jory are you gaming at all or
3: i am unfortunately i'm not Xbox. really gaming in the uh the
0: star wars uh oh.
3: the star wars universe at the moment okay. i i have see i have a ps4 and i have like one of the older versions and i only have like 500 gigs so okay. at any point that i decide i'm going to play a new game it's like well one of them has to go so <laughs> so uh, i don't even know if battlefront's on uh, Battlefront's the only one that I have, so I don't even know okay. if Battlefront's downloaded on my uh, PS4 at the moment, but it's all backed up, and so at any point, we'll be back on, ready to go. So I'll get will get online and I'll run with you guys a little okay. bit. Be-
0: I was going to say, if we have to take up a fund to get Jory an external hard drive just so <laughs> he can have more than a couple games, I totally understand, man. The struggle's real. Uh- I'd be like, am I getting rid of Destiny, or am I getting rid of Battlefront? Like, come on, what am I... <laughs> So, yeah, no, I feel you got to get that external hard drive. Um, so See,
3: I was not that good at Battlefront 2, though. Like, oh, I am so much better at different games than <laughs> Battlefront 2. Like, I, I was, I mean, I was all right, but, Wow, struggle.
0: Well, well, we'll get on there. We'll have Rob show us how we're, how we're, how we should be playing. Because I feel <laughs> like Rob will own us all. But maybe we just join his team and he can, you know, put everyone through the ringer. Um, so that's, that's something that the casual fam is going to have to get into. I feel like we're all probably a few trash talkers, um, and it can probably get pretty violent, especially uh, Rob, I'm, sh- I'm sure. So uh, expect that soon, casual fam. Get on that Discord server, and Nettie's going to post that link in there because uh, I couldn't tell you how to do that, so <laughs> Nettie's going to have to do it. Um, And we're going to have to figure out how to get Luke on the
2: PS4.
0: I would love to see Luke talking a little trash to some 12-year-old kids getting pwned. Let's make it happen.
2: I'll I'll cheer you on. I don't know if I can get get any action. (laughs) That's fair. Luke, you just
1: come over and we'll supply the beverage and you can supply the moral support.
2: That's
0: right you think I'm bad that no one's ever heard Holly play call of duty. I got the freaking uh, mouth of a sailor, um, just owning everyone on there. So that was, that's a lot of fun. So maybe we'll put call of duty back on too. But, uh, guys, anything else on your mind? I, I, I think this, I'm going to tell you right now, it's, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of people here and I was a little nervous. I gotta be honest. I don't know why I'm nervous talking to you guys. Cause we all talk all the time, but, uh, I'm going to get, you know, less sweaty, less nervous. Um, We're going to keep doing this. These are some of my most favorite things that we do, Holly. We get to talk with these guys. And it's weird. The Skype thing, I don't know why it's limiting our our visuals of everyone here, but we got to figure that out. Maybe we need a bigger screen. Maybe we do. I don't know, but uh, I'm just actually surprised we're all here. We're all we can hear each other, we can see each other. This is fantastic. Um, and if you are listening to this, guys, this is our casual council sessions with our Patreon family. Um, we put a video up on YouTube. If you want to sit and, and look at a few handsome guys here, um, and talking about you know what we love, go check that out on YouTube. Um, you're probably listening to it here on the podcast, but that YouTube thing can be a little fun um and get to know these guys a little better but these guys you know are our patreon family i I can't thank them enough for what they do for us you know their donations and the fact that they want to take time out of their saturday nights yes it's saturday night guys and people actually want to talk to me about star wars and it's i'm honored by it um i'm honored you know that they, they 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 take their time to do this and it means a lot to me Um, I hope it means a little bit to them. And we're just going to keep doing these things, man. As you guys come, we're going to keep doing it. Um, And we do have trivia trials upcoming. We're going to have Brent versus Jory. Um, And I got to get with you both and do a little, uh, I don't know, a little promo material. Michael's going to get his editing, you know, groove on, do a little something fun with the trials. Um, And I got to ask, David, David, are you down for a little Star Wars
5: trivia? Yeah, yeah, I could probably do something. Let's <laughs> go. I don't know. You guys could probably uh, take me though. Oh, we'll
0: dude, there ain't no way, man. Now Luke can take all of us. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak for myself. But Luke, I, Luke's, Luke's a master. So that's that's gonna be the ultimate test. But we're gonna, we're gonna get that set up. Do a little promo with these guys. Maybe a little trash talking. I don't know. I don't. Ooh. You think Brent's a trash talker?
1: No. I don't
0: know. I think he's a nice guy, but I, I think he could turn it on when he needs to.
4: Right, am I right? Yeah, I can turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, going to be great. Right, we can try this one out for size. You know, the dark its Queen of ago and we're going to use Joy to mop the floors. <laughs> oh! Them's so,
1: are fighting words.
4: I love this so much. This is going to be great. See, uh, this is funny
3: because I was just about to say, you know, we talked about before, we're going to have like a little McGregor action, oh, you know, in so our promos. and I was like, no, Brent, now meeting Brent. I was like, Brent's way too nice for that. And then he comes out with that. So, I mean, I guess it's time.
0: <laughs>
5: just give it a few
0: minutes. The poll's going to be up on the Facebook group. I can feel it. It's coming. Oh, that was, yeah, that was all so good. It's all about the dark side, you know. Oh, the dark side's in Nobody us all. Nobody expects us. <laughs> Uh, you, this is one, gonna
1: be fun, Michael.
0: One minute they're they're the hero of the galaxy. The next minute they're they're killing younglings, Holly. Uh, it happens in an instant, and, and I feel like these guys are gonna turn it on at any moment. But I, I'm looking forward to it. It, it. There's just entertainment value in it. Obviously, there's 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 Star Wars knowledge, but it's just fun. Um, it's just it's just going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting via Skype. We're going to figure that all out, but uh, definitely going to take the time, record a little promo with these guys, and, and we're going to have some fun with this. Um, but, yeah, guys, I, I think that's all I have for for session three of, of, of Casual Counsel. Um, I, I got to thank Jory, Nettie, Brent, David, Luke, Holly. You guys, this has been so much fun. I've taken up two hours of your Saturday night I'm really sorry, but I'm also super happy that you spent it with us. Um, next time I'm gonna be less nervous. I don't know why I was nervous. I am like sweating in this chair. I don't know if it's the lights or I'm just nervous, but uh, uh, we're gonna get to know each other even more. Um, I've got all your numbers now, so I'm probably gonna be texting you, just you know, just uh, just appease me there., um, but we're gonna get to know each other a little better, and this has been a hoot for me, and I hope it's been it's been worth your while. Um, so, Holly, any final last words?
1: I have none. None. No, I'm speechless. 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 Are that you never sweating happens. too? A little bit.
0: Is it the room?
1: Is it the wine?
0: It's probably the alcohols. Guys, we've spent a lot of time together lately. It's been great, right? It's been great.
1: It's been great.
0: Um, and, and this is the great thing about Skype and the technology. Was that serious? <laughs> No, it wasn't. Oh, crap. Um, It's been great that we have this technology and that we could do this, and we're going to do this stuff more often with these guys. So, um, Casual Fam, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Show these guys some love. Get in that group. Um, I know you already love them. You interact with them every day, so go and show them some more love. Go to that YouTube page. Hit a like on this video. I know you liked it, and you're going to see more of it. Um, so, go ahead and check that out on YouTube. Give it a like or whatever on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review if you can, if you have the time. Um, give it a like on Spotify, if that's even a thing, Holly. Is I, it? I don't think it is. Just
1: listen to it. Just us. listen
0: to it on Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get it. Um, if you need me to send you an MP3 file, I can do that. You just need to send an email to flyingcasualcast at gmail.com. We'll get that to you so you can take a listen. Um, but uh, that's all folks Um, we'll be talking to you soon Um, stay tuned for another episode this week we're going to have another bonus episode this week so who knows what we'll be talking about I'm assuming Star Wars Holly I hope so I hope so too so uh, folks uh, stay safe stay quarantined stay home it could save lives so um, hope you're all safe out there and we'll see you next time may the force be with you